Welcome to the Virtually Done podcast. My name is Gemma and I'm the founder of Virtually Done. The Virtually Done podcast is created as a space to start important conversations that are often overlooked and speak to women in business with amazing stories and even better advice. It makes me so happy that you're here listening and I would absolutely love for you to tag me on social media at Virtually Done and let me know what you think. My hope is that you're able to take something away from every single episode that you can action into your business and that you're able to gain an insight into the behind the scenes of what running a business is really like. So let's dive in. I don't know about you guys, but I really love when people are honest about things that they do wrong, mistakes that they've made. I just think it's such a nice change to the perfected version that we all share on Instagram. So I thought it would be interesting to do three business mistakes I made in 2020. It's a bit of a juicy one. And I also think it's really important to talk about these things. So these are the three business mistakes I made last year so that you don't have to make them. So the first thing And this is something I'm still working on. And this has been a lifelong trouble that I've had is that I took too long to make decisions that I knew I needed to make. So when you run a business, you make all the decisions, right? Which is a blessing and a curse because you get to decide where the business is going. You get to decide the direction of it. But also it's a lot of pressure on you solely to steer the ship. And sometimes we have to make decisions And it's really, really difficult to make those decisions by ourselves. And now what I tend to do, and this is what I've always been like, is I just stop. I hate having to make decisions, um, especially when I feel like there isn't a clear answer. And I tend to just sit and stress about the thing and end up feeling stressed for six months when I could have just made a decision on the spot and then dealt with it. Because typically, whatever decision you make, you'll be fine. And that's better than just sitting in this anxiety bubble for six months trying to make a decision, but not getting anywhere. And a lot of the decisions that we have to make as business owners, we usually know in our gut or in our heart or whatever you want to call it, that what we want to do. Um, But we question ourselves. It's like we don't trust ourselves fully. And then that gets in the way. And I also think that when you run a business, there's this kind of conflict between head and heart. So you might know that, you know, this specific decision over here is a strategic business decision that makes sense from a solely business point of view. But then you have this other potential decision where it's a bit more heart led. It feels emotionally right, but it perhaps doesn't make sense logically. And it's quite difficult to to know which way to go. And I also think it depends on what type of business you run. If you're running a big sort of, um, you know, eight figure business with hundreds of staff, you might be more inclined to go down the route of the business decision. Um, Whereas if you're running a really kind of small heart led business, you might feel more inclined to follow your gut and there is no right or wrong. But what I did in 2020 was I just sat with these decisions and didn't make them even when I felt really confident I knew what I wanted to do. Um, so there would be a situation and I would think, right, I need to make a decision to either go left or right here. And rather than do either, I sat there. Now, not making a decision is a decision in itself. So you might say, oh, I don't know what decision to make. But if you're not making one, that in itself is, is a decision to stay where you are. And so I ended up staying where I was despite the fact I knew I needed to move one way or another. Um, And ultimately, I just put it off for a really long time, which didn't do anything other than make me more stressed. And then when I did go on to make the decision, I was like, why didn't I do this sooner? Because I would be six months ahead of where I am now. So 
if you're making decisions, if you're sat there right now thinking, this is me, I need to make this decision, go and make it and trust yourself that you will pick the right thing. And even if you don't, trust yourself that you will be fine anyway. The second mistake that I feel like I made, and also I feel like I should add, although I'm calling these mistakes, I really don't like the word mistakes. I much prefer to look at them as lessons and I really do. And I don't ever hate on myself for any of the things that I do you know, wrong, if you like, because I do think that we all have to make our own mistakes and learn from them. And that's what makes us us. And that's what makes our business what it is. So I'm calling these mistakes, but I really don't see them as negatives. But anyway, my second one was that there were times where I was unclear on the long term vision. And a lot of this was to do with Instagram. So when you follow people on Instagram, it's an amazing thing that you can connect with all these people that you wouldn't necessarily meet otherwise or be able to or even find out exist. Right. Like if it wasn't for Instagram, I wouldn't even know that it was possible to earn six, seven, eight figures because nobody in my sort of day to day life looks like that. So being able to connect with people who do look like that shows me what's possible. So Instagram is amazing. But if you're constantly looking at what everybody else is doing, it's very easy to get lost on what you're doing. So if you go on Instagram and everybody is launching a course, for example, and everybody's having these really big launches, celebrating with their champagne and their holidays, it's very easy for you consciously or subconsciously to go down that same route and start mapping out a course that you want to launch. And then it might be months down the line. You might even launch that course and then start delivering it and then suddenly realize like, why am I doing this? Did I even want to do this? Was this even my goal or was it somebody else's? And when you're constantly consuming information, which is what we do on social media, through books, through podcasts, all those things, like I say, are great. You also need to be able to have days where you completely shut those things out. So for me, once a week on a Friday, I tend to sit in my office with my whiteboard and I just sit with my own thoughts. Because it's important that sometimes I shut out all of the noise and I really listen to what I want. And if you just spend every day on Instagram scrolling and scrolling, you will end up just taking on and consuming and kind of being a sponge and soaking up everybody else's goals. And you will end up working towards those successes and then when you get there, you'll suddenly realize this doesn't feel good for me because it's not what I actually wanted. And there were definitely points in 2020 where I was looking around what everybody else was doing. I was getting distracted. I had a bit of shiny object syndrome and I would just jump on something or start working towards something and then suddenly realize, hang on a minute, this is not the path I was going down. I've just ended up taking a detour here. And all that did was distract me, slow me down, confuse me because I was confused about why I wasn't enjoying things as much as I wanted to. And I had to kind of get back in touch with my vision, my mission and my values for the business and really look at, okay, what am I actually working toward? What does this path actually look like for me? And what do I need to do to get where I'm going? And quite often, I really needed those days where it was just me by myself, you know, maybe going out for a walk or just going out and being away from business even for the whole day. It was in those moments that I got real clarity. It wasn't in the moments I was scrolling through an Instagram feed and looking at what somebody else was doing, you know, um, and something that is a, I literally example from yesterday. I was trying to rewrite my Instagram bio and I was trying to summarize what I do in obviously 200 characters or whatever it is. And I was really struggling. And what I did was I was like, oh, look at, you know, 
other people's bios for inspiration to what other people have said. And I started going through all my favorite coaches and mentors and course providers and looking at their bios. And as you probably guessed, all that did was confuse me. And it started making me think, oh, maybe I should be doing something different. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe, oh, and it just really confused me. Like it just made me feel so much worse. And it didn't give me any clarity on what I wanted to put as my own bio. It just made me feel worse because I ended up comparing myself to people. And it wasn't until I actually came away from my laptop that a few days later, I suddenly had a light bulb moment where I was like, this is it. This is how I explain what I do. It wasn't other people that gave me that clarity. It was by listening to myself. So I guess my advice there would be, make sure you're really clear on why you're doing what you're doing, what you're working towards and what you need to do to get there. Be really clear on that path and what that looks like for you and don't get distracted by other things. And also make time for just you days where you just fully listen to yourself. And again, this kind of comes back to trusting your gut instinct. Everyone is running a completely different business and there is no comparison, but it's very easy to get caught up in that. Um, so yeah, don't, don't do what I did. Um, and like I said, these are still a work in progress for me. I'm definitely so much better at identifying these things and doing something about it and talking about it and starting the conversation, but that doesn't mean I've perfected them all. And then the third thing, which I guess, again, is kind of linked to the same thing, is I made things more complicated than they needed to be. And I think we all do this. And Denise Duffield-Thomas has some great books. And in one of her books, she says, the easiest and most direct route to get where you want. Don't quote me on that. It's something like that. And I love that because it's so simple, but so overlooked. Quite often we make things so much more complicated than they actually need to be. And it's like, imagine putting Google Maps up and it says, well, there's a route that takes one hour and there's a route that takes eight hours and you go down all the back roads. And it's like, we take that one automatically. So have a look at what you're doing right now. Are you actually making things as easy as they can be? Or are you doing complex things for no reason? For example, um, if you find that most of your clients come through on Instagram, it would make sense to just fully focus on Instagram. However, perhaps you're focusing on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, LinkedIn, Pinterest. You're trying to do all of the things. You're making your life really difficult. It's really time consuming. It takes a lot of effort. It's making you stressed. And actually, you don't need to be. Perhaps you have an onboarding process that's really complicated that needs your involvement at every step of the way, when actually you could just automate that and not even think about it. So have a look at all these different aspects of your business. Are they as simple and as easy as they can be? Because simple does not mean bad. And I think we have this in our heads that we need to work really hard at something and it needs to be really difficult and take lots of effort in order for it to be good. And actually that's not true at all. Some of the best things I've ever done have been where I've literally gone on stories and said, hey, I'm gonna do this, this masterclass. Like it's not planned, I don't have a sales page, but like here it is. And it's just sold out. Because sometimes it can be that simple. It doesn't need to be that you go and hire somebody to set up a cartridge page and you spend 10 hours putting a sales page together and writing copy and doing Facebook ads. And I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things because there is definitely a place for them, but does it need to be done? Or actually, could it just be a case of reaching out to a couple of people and saying, hey, here's the link if you want to pay via PayPal. You could make the exact same amount of money with like 10% of the effort. So just think about like, are you making things as easy as they can be? 
or are you doing what I did and overcomplicating when you don't need to? So those are my three business mistakes. And I could, I could list more. <laughs> I could go on. Business is just one of the most amazing things, but it is full of lessons. Every single day, I probably do something where I think, wow, I learned something today. And I think that's the beauty of it. And I think it's really important to take the time to stop and reflect. Because if you don't take the time to really look into the decisions you're making, the impact of those, and you just are constantly running from one thing to another and getting up and ticking through your to-do list and going to bed and doing that on repeat, you don't actually give yourself the time and the space to improve the things that you're already doing. So learn from my mistakes, but also like make your own. And don't be mad at yourself when you do make mistakes because it's all just part of the process.